Hello, and welcome to Offhand with Stephen and Lydia. I'm Stephen. And I'm Lydia. And this is our podcast. Again, this week. Because we do it every week. Welcome back. So, Lydia. Yes. um, This past week, March 17th, it's already passed, but. Yes, it is. Um, it was St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it was. And I got a shamrock shake. You did? Yeah. I did not. It was yummy. We stopped to get one, but they said, our ice cream machine is broken. <gasps> they didn't sound like that, though. <gasps> That's so That's sad. That's just the voice I gave her. Oh. Our ice cream machine is broken. I'm so sorry. McDonald's said, should okay. never have broken ice cream machines. I know it. Oh, wow. And on the day, too. Yeah. All those poor people who wanted their shamrock shake oh. and we didn't get one. Did you have corned beef and cabbage? Yes. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, we did too. Yeah. Yes. But this is not all that St. Patrick's Day is about. No. But those are the yummy parts of St. Patrick's Day. It's true. Yeah. Delicious. So, we were asking Uncle Chris, we said, hey, what's the deal with this St. Patrick guy? Yeah, why do we have a whole day about him? And he said, well, I'll tell you a story. Yeah. So, we invited him onto the podcast so that not only we can hear the story, but you guys can hear the story too. Is that cool or what? Yeah. So, here he is. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Uncle Chris, our storyteller. Upstate. So you want to hear a story? Yeah. We want to hear the story. You want to hear about St. Patrick? Yes. It All would, right. It would be fitting. You, yes, considering the holiday. Yeah. And that, that's a good idea. St. Patrick, the story about St. Patrick is really a story about how God's word, the Bible, can light up a dark place. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 130, this is the longest chapter in the Bible, by the way, Psalm 119. Well, that's fascinating. And it says in there, it says, The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. And the point is that wherever God's word is read or preached, it brings light, whether it's just to one person's heart or even to a whole nation. To begin at the beginning here, we got to go back and talk about this guy named Patricius Magonus Sucatus. What? His name was Patricius Magonus Sucatus, but uh, that's kind of hard to say. That is hard to say. So we'll call him Patrick, huh? Yeah, okay. Patrick. Patricius Magonus Sucatus. Okay. So Patrick, Patrick, he lived in a small seacoast village about 400 years after Jesus died. A small seacoast village on the coast of Great Britain. Sailing, sailing over the bounding main. What are you doing there, Stephen? Uh, you said Seacoast Village. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just trying to add a little atmosphere. Oh, okay. That was well, good. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's fitting. Anyway, Patrick's family was a well-to-do family, and it consisted of him, his mom and his dad, one brother, and five sisters. Now, Sundays at Patrick's house were always the same. I can imagine they were, because five sisters on a Sunday morning means a busy bathroom. Hey, what's that supposed to mean? Poor guy. (laughs) Well, that's not what I mean. You might be right, Stephen, but what I'm really talking about is that every Sunday, Patrick's whole family, including the servants, would all meet together for a time of Bible reading and prayer. Ooh, that's a good thing. Yeah, but Patrick, he could have cared less about Jesus. What? 
Patrick thought that Jesus was just some old Jewish king who didn't even have a kingdom and who died about 400 years before Patrick was born. Patrick had been encouraged to trust Jesus to save him from his sin, but to Patrick, that just seemed like foolishness. That was just dumb. There was no light in his heart? Nope, no light. But I thought you said that God's word brings light. Well, you're getting ahead of the story a little bit, Lydia, okay? Oh, sorry. Okay, so now, one night, when Patrick was about 16 years old, in the middle of the night, Patrick awoke hearing his mother screaming. Ah! Ah! What are you doing? Um, I was just trying to give sound effects. You scared me to death. So it was authentic. Nice job, Lydia. Thank you very much. Why was his mom screaming? Well, she was screaming, the Irish pirates are attacking our people. Yo, ho, yo, ho, the pirate's life for me. <laughs> Wait, uh, Irish pirates? Yes, Irish pirates. Oh, oh. so I have to like, yo, ho, yo, ho, the pirate's life, for, oh, the pirate uh, life for me, me boy That's your Irish accent, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I didn't have much time to work on that. I didn't okay, even well, really I, do it. I, uh, I wouldn't quit my day job if I were you. Yo, ho! Nah, I can't do it. <laughs> well, anyway, Irish pirates, and I'm pretty sure they weren't singing that. It wasn't a happy thing. It was chaos. Everything was going crazy. Doors were being flung open. People <gasps> were running around. Patrick's parents, they were beaten. He was taken mm. prisoner. And the next thing he knew, Patrick was in the dark belly of a ship. And suddenly, that thing that Patrick's family did on Sundays became pretty important to him. Patrick prayed. I'll bet he said, God, get me out of here. Or maybe, God, strike down these Irish pirates. Actually, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick's prayer probably sounded more like, Oh, God, is this my punishment because I had no time for you? Mm-hmm. And suddenly, click. It was like a light of understanding seemed to go on in Patrick's head. A light went on in his head? What kind of light? Was it a spotlight or a fluorescent bulb? No, no, it wasn't like the light bulb. It was kind of like like, like a light bulb, like in a cartoon? Well, it was kind of like that, only you couldn't see it. Because when you see that in the cartoons, what does that mean? It means that the character have an idea or something occurs to them. And that's what it was like with Patrick. It was the light of God's word. Patrick remembered a Bible verse his parents had taught him, Romans 3.23. You know Romans 3.23? Yeah. Uh, Yes. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's right. Patrick began to realize that he was a sinner. You know, it was just too bad that it took a ship headed to Ireland to show him. Now, when the ships landed in Northern Ireland, Patrick was sold as a slave to a chieftain named Milchu. Bless you. (laughs) For what? You sneezed. No, I didn't. You did too. No, I no, I just said that Patrick was sold to a chieftain named Milchu. Bless you. I, I didn't sneeze. You just said Achu. No, I said Milchu. <laughs> Bless you. No, no, listen. <laughs> Stephen. Uh-huh. The chieftain. Okay? Yeah. The chieftain's name uh-huh. was yeah. Milchu. Bless you. Why don't you ever say the chieftain's name? <laughs> okay, his name was... I just said his name. Everybody heard his name, okay? okay. All, right. All right. Okay, so anyway, this chieftain was yes. a rich and cruel druid. Oh, gross! 
Oh, he drooled? Like a dribble, dribble all no, over No, no, not, not drooled. He was... Get a bib or no, something, man. No, he was... <laughs> Neil, he was... You need a, a tissue? No, he was... He, The man was a druid. What's a druid? Okay, well, a druid... Uh, they were witches, magicians, and sun worshippers. Scary. Now, Mielchu ordered Patrick out to the mountains. He was very mean. And he ordered him to take care of his sheep and his pigs. And don't even think about running away, Patrick, because you are being watched and you will not succeed. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of like living with you. It, no, it's nothing like living with me. <laughs> Mielchu was cruel. Even though Mielchu had plenty of nice things, Patrick was forced to sleep in a cave. He had to hunt for his own food. The only thing that Mielchu gave to Patrick to start a fire, keep warm by, was a flint stone. Flint stones. But, Meet the flint No, stone. not like that. No, 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 no. no. A, a, a piece of flint. That's what they used to use before. There were matches. You used flint, and it would make a spark, and it was very not easy oh. way to start a fire. Oh. That's all he gave Patrick. Isn't How nice? Patrick, he hated this chieftain. <gasps> but then, yeah, but then, click again. Yes, the light of God's truth went on in Patrick's head again, and he remembered another verse. It went like this. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Oh, that's a good one to remember. The light of God's word showed Patrick the truth about himself. And with that verse in mind, Patrick, realizing that he was really inside, he was no better than chieftain Milchu, Patrick fell on his knees right there in the cave and he cried out, God, I'm sorry for my sin. Please forgive me. I need Jesus to save me from my sin. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Even though his life really stunk, mm-hmm. but he, he was being from saved from his sin was the best thing that could happen to him. That's right. And Patrick, his life began to change. He began talking to God all the time. And even though he didn't have a Bible to read, he remembered the verses his parents had taught to him. You know, Isaiah 55, 11 says that God's word does not return empty, but it accomplishes the purpose that God sent it out for. And now it's accomplishing things in Patrick's life. That's right. Now, remember, Patrick was a slave. I mean, his body was a slave, but he had never been freer than he was now because his soul, his heart was freed from sin. And now Patrick wanted that same thing for others. Patrick made friends with the other slave boys, and he told them about Jesus. And they told him more about the Druids and how they worshipped sticks and stones and stars. Sticks and and stones may break my bones, but stars will never hurt me. That's words will never hurt me. Oh, I know some. You know some what? Some words that could hurt you. You want to hear them? No, no, I don't want to hear them. We're on, we're on a podcast. <gasps> yeah. You should not say bad words. I didn't say they were bad. And you shouldn't want to hear them. You shouldn't want, and neither did Patrick want to hear bad That's things. That's right. Go, Patrick. When he was invited to join the other slaves in their secret worship, there went the light oh, again because clicks. he remembered God's word. Exodus 20, verse 3, you shall have no other gods before me. And Patrick refused to join them in their idol worship. Well, it's great that Patrick got saved, but uh, he's still a slave in a cave. Um, is this how the story ends? No, oh. no. It's just starting to get good. Oh, good, good. I mean, the best part, of course, is Patrick getting saved. Right, right. But now right. listen to what happens next. Now, one night, Patrick was asleep. He dreamt about a ship in a harbor 200 miles away. 
And Patrick felt that God, huh? It's a weird dream. Yeah, but Patrick felt that God was showing him a way to escape. 200 miles away? Mm -hmm. Well, couldn't God have just come up with an easier escape plan? Like, maybe a sheep died, and Patrick hides in the sheepskin, and it gets taken to market. Oh, yeah, and and it's purchased by a beautiful Irish princess, and she falls in love with Patrick, and they live happily ever after. That's not where I was headed with this. I thought you said that this was, was an easier idea. That sounds well, pretty complicated. Two hundred miles is a long walk. Plus, he could get caught. Yeah, yeah. But, but Patrick remembered that God promises to be with us. Psalm ninety-one fifteen says, "He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him." So you're saying Patrick escaped? I'm saying Patrick escaped. Patrick went out and he found that ship. 200 miles away, he got on board, and away they went toward Patrick's home. Now, it wasn't an easy trip. There's a lot of details I could tell you about that. It was a lot of trials and stuff that happened. But after quite a while, Patrick finally got home. He finally got Can you imagine his mom and his dad? Can you imagine? They thought their son was dead. And here he came alive. And he wasn't just alive. He had been saved from his sin. Yeah, so they had two prayers answered all at once. I'll bet that was quite a day. Yeah, happily ever after. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not quite to the end of the story yet, okay? Oh, okay. Now, Patrick hadn't been home for very long when one night he had another dream. It's a good time for them. Yeah, yeah. Dreams. Yeah, but this dream was different. In this dream, Patrick dreamt that he could see the beautiful, green, lush land of Ireland. And then he dreamt that he could see the people of Ireland. They were standing there, and they were calling, calling out to Patrick. Patrick, come and help us. Bring us fish and chips. What? No, not bring us fish. Fish and chips? It's an English thing, right? Yeah. No, but that's not, you're close. No fish and chips. They were saying, Patrick, come and help us. Teach us about God. Teach us about how to know Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Patrick, he felt that God was calling him to go back to Ireland. To go back? To go back to Ireland. But Ireland was a horrible place for Patrick. He was a slave there. Yeah, but that's where God had called him. And so Patrick returned to Ireland just about... Well, just about this time of year, just about Easter time. We're coming up on Easter here pretty soon. Yeah, it's like in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's a little early this year, here in 2013. Now, the Irish, they didn't know anything about Easter. Really? Uh, so no eggs? Nope, no eggs. Oh, that's terrible. No no jelly beans? No. No rabbits or wee little chicks? No, and nothing about the real reason for Easter either. Those things are fun, but yeah. that's not what Easter's really about. What is Easter well, really about? About what? What's Easter really about? About Jesus dying on the cross for our sins and coming back to life. That's right. It's the resurrection of Christ. And the people in Ireland, they didn't know anything about that. Instead, the people gathered to celebrate a Druid festival. Ugh, what was that like? Well, it began by everyone in all of Ireland. They put out every fire in the whole nation. And then, to bring good luck, the king of Ireland was to be the first one to light a fire. Anyone who lit a fire before the king would be put to death. Let me guess. Mm-hmm. This is going to take 
this is uh, obviously going to take place at night, right? right? Yeah. And I'm guessing that Patrick lit the fire first. Oh, good call. You are right. See, now, can you imagine it? Okay. I can. There's the king. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> There's the king sitting in the dark. Yeah. With all the important kingdom people and with the evil druid priests. They're all waiting for the lighting of the king's fire when suddenly... This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Right off in the distance, there's this fire. Who dares light a fire, roared the king. And they all jumped in their chariots and they rode out to see who had done this terrible thing. And that's where they found Patrick, standing there next to his huge bonfire. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? The gods will not be pleased. Why did you do this? And Patrick said, my fire stands for Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Let me tell you about him. Well, the druids, it out. I'm going <laughs> to let it shine. No, the king, though, he was furious. He didn't want to listen to Patrick. He said no one. He made a decree right then and there. He said no one is to speak to this man. But someone did. Uh, who? It was the king's own brother, his youngest brother. <laughs> What you gonna do now, King? Can't really carry out threats on your own brother, can you? Nope. And you know, over time, because Patrick, uh, because uh, the king's brother was talking to Patrick, the king got to know Patrick a little bit. Uh-huh. The king grew to like Patrick. He couldn't help himself. Now, as far as we know, the king never accepted Jesus as savior, but he did oh. make a law allowing Patrick to preach the gospel without being harmed. Oh, that's a good law. And Patrick traveled all over Ireland on foot. He walked, teaching the Irish about God. In fact, history tells us that 12,000 people followed Jesus, and a great church was built. And former druids and pirates and robbers and warriors, they wanted not to hurt Patrick. They wanted, they came to Patrick wanting their own copy of God's Word, the Bible. And <gasps> that's great. Click, there goes the light of God's click. truth. The Word of God lit up a whole nation. Wow. What a cool guy. Yeah, he was. That's a neat story. And today we call him St. Patrick, even though Why? his original name was Patricius Magonus Sacatus. Why do we call him St. Patrick? Because when someone is saved from their sin, that is what makes people a saint. Oh. It's part of being in God's family, part of being a follower of Jesus, St. Patrick. If you oh. love Jesus, if he has saved you from your sin, that's what you are. And we remember that with Patrick, St. Patrick. And the reason we celebrate St. Patrick's Day when we do is because March 17, uh-huh. which is St. Patrick's Day, that's yeah, the day is. that St. Patrick died and went to be oh, in heaven wow. with so Jesus so forever. We remember him then like a memorial. That's right. Kind of. The day, St. Patrick's Day, really, and there's fun things that happen. You, everything is green, and yeah. it's about Ireland, and that's fun, but and really. And we drink shamrock shakes. And we drink shamrock shakes. But really, it is a day where we can be reminded of the importance and the power of God's Word. It is a powerful light, and it's shown into Patrick's heart, and Patrick took that as a missionary, and he's shown that light of God's Word into all of the nation of Ireland. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's yes. really cool. Yeah. But it's also really sad that probably a lot of people don't know the story, the true story. That's right. Yeah, but why now we have that holiday. But now, but now you we do. Know it. 
And yeah. all you puppet podsters, puppet now, podsters, now you know the story, too. You can and say, when, hey, you yeah. listen to this cool podcast that I found about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, or you can look it up, too. You can look up the details. This is a part of history. You can look up the details about St. Patrick, and you can tell somebody yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, St. Uncle Chris. <laughs> You're welcome, St. Lydia and St. Stephen. <laughs> well, St. Stephen, shall we do, well, we go over our verse of the day. Oh, right. What yeah, is that? The verse of the day. Um, Actually, Uncle Chris said it at in the, the beginning. beginning. So I Psalm thought it would be so fitting. 130. Yeah. What was that? The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Yep. Oh, I love that verse. All you have to do is read God's word and he will help you understand it. It is a light. Joke time. Yeah. I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. The attack knocks are riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. You go first, Stephen. Okay, I will. Why do people wear shamrocks on St. Uh, Patrick's Day? Oh, St. Patrick's jokes. Yeah. I do not know why they wear shamrocks. Well, because real rocks are too heavy. <laughs> wait, oh. wait, what's a shamrock? Uh, I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Be it cock necks or riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. All right, um, knock, knock. Oh, what's a knock-knock joke? Who's there? Irish. Irish who? Stephen? Yeah? I wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, clever. Nice. Get it. I do get it. I love a good joke. Those, Those are, are pretty fun. sad. Yeah. Those are pretty sad. Oh, uh, St. Patrick's Day jokes. But well, that's okay. Well, thank you, Uncle Chris, for joining us on our podcast today and telling us a story. You're welcome. It was Thanks fun for to, having me. It You're was welcome. fun to have you. And thank you, all you puppet podsters, for joining us also. That was a little English, British sounding. <laughs> uh, also, just because I can't do an Irish accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's about how it comes out. Oh, just I, I, <laughs> English. English. <laughs> hey, email us, because it would be great to hear from you and tell us what you think of the podcast. Yeah. Or maybe what, something you'd like to hear about or something. Uh, you, you can, can email us yep. at stephenlydiasing at yahoo.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and tweet us at stephenlydia. Or visit our website, ghhinc dot o-r-g. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. <laughs>